0: Ready. Welcome to Local Matters, a presentation of LM Communications, brought to you by Citizens Commerce Bank, switch one time for a lifetime, and I'm with my co-host, Alan Stein.
1: How are you doing, Skip? How are you, Alan? Nice to see you. I'm doing great. Good Thanks. to be
0: seen. We also have the honor of Lexington's new mayor, Linda Gordon. Hi, Linda. How are you?
2: I am well. Thank you for having me.
0: Welcome to uh, Manufacturing Our City for... Uh, a, a few years. But, uh,
2: yes, it's it's a very exciting job.
0: But you're familiar with uh, the the job, kind of.
2: Yes, I I spent 16 years on the council, four of which were as vice mayor. Yes. So I did not come in blind. I came in pretty well prepared, I think.
1: And you wanted the job anyway. <laughs>
2: yes, I wanted the job anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of already knew some of the good, bad, and the ugly, right?
1: <laughs> Let me ask you a question about that process, Mayor. Um, and I like to ask a lot of folks these sorts of questions, but what did you learn about us, the citizens of Lexington, during your campaign? And what do you think we learned about you during the campaign?
2: Oh, that's the good questions. <laughs> <What>? Well, <laughs> one of the things I learned about the citizens is that People really want to get to know their candidates. And people appreciated me being out there everywhere and being able to ask me about myself and my positions. And the other thing I think I learned is that people are not so much, well, especially with the mayor's race, they aren't exactly... Caring a hundred percent about your stand on something as who you are, and whether you are a person they can trust, a person they think has the experience to do this, and who can lead the way. And then you have some differences on issues. Now, has
0: it changed with the demographic, so to speak, are there a lot more young people in there? We've seen a big movement toward Mm -hmm. young people being responsible and trying Mm -hmm. to vote. Yes. Did it come up through the the mayor's race? Oh,
2: absolutely. I had many um, meetings, receptions, invitations from groups where the majority of them were young people, young professionals, people just getting started in the job market. Mm -hmm. They were very engaged and i thought that was wonderful you know there are replacements right alan
1: absolutely <laughs> we were just talking about that off air Re- replacing all body parts and all <laughs> pieces of the city
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly
1: well this has been an exciting time for the for our community we've had so many things happening and so much growth we're catching you at a really good time because you were able this week to give your first state of the <laughs> urban the merged government address yes. You want to hit on some of the high points that you shared with us then?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, the And and keep in mind, I did this in my, let's see, the beginning of my third week.
1: So, yeah, the, today's your so, 20th day, is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll quit a counting. A
1: grizzled veteran, right? <laughs> Welcome, you've got a speech to make,
2: right? <laughs> well, it's funny. One of our employees at Urban County Government, when he saw me the first week, he just said, Welcome home. <laughs> but, but... Um, You know, uh, I think because I do understand government and have been there and know some of the issues, it was a little bit easier to give the state of the merged government address. And right at the top of the list are two things, um, the opioid addiction treatment rehab issue and jobs economic development and there a lot of people don't realize they are tied right together
1: yeah, absolutely because, that's correct
2: yes people who get in the cycle of addiction take themselves out of the work market frequently they cannot hold a job or they cannot pass a drug screen to get a job and so I talked a little bit about my plan to go forward with this addiction issue, and it's a lot of it's going to hinge on treatment and recovery. We know that our police and our firefighters, our public safety already do a good job, and, but they can't fix it. And so we're putting together – I've hired someone on my staff whose sole focus is this issue.
1: Andrea James, former council person.
2: And right now she is in the thick of researching where we stand as a county. The data, the real facts—how many overdose deaths, how much—you know—just all the information we need to move forward. And then she's looking at best practices.
1: I'm sure that's going to be really, uh, and it should be an eye-opening experience when we mm-hmm. look at those numbers. But unfortunately, my guess is none of us are going to be surprised.
2: I, I, have a feeling that's it, right. It's a
1: terrible scourge, mm-hmm. and it's a double-edged sword. Not only do people take themselves out of the workforce. Uh, and their opportunities to earn a living, it's equally detrimental on the other side for the employers who Absolutely. can't fill those jobs yes. that we need.
2: Yes, so we know it's an economic development issue. and But the whole idea of this is to have some intentionality about the study phase, which won't be too long, and then we're moving into a phase where we're going to put together a multidisciplinary work group, and we will craft an action plan for Fayette County, and it will be something that includes all aspects of our community to work on this. And last night, after the uh, Commerce Lexington dinner, I had spoken a little bit. I had made some remarks, and I mentioned this. I want to keep saying it. And several other speakers gave shout-outs, I want to be on your team. People came up afterward and said, how can we help at X?" Mm. business. People are finally getting the message and they're finally understanding it's got to be a bigger issue. It can't be just public safety. It's it's the old, it takes a village. It takes the whole village. Because That's it impacts exactly right. the
1: entire right. village. Yes. Not everything touches everybody. This does.
2: Right. And then on the other side of jobs and economic development, we're working really hard to meet with folks in Frankfurt, to meet with folks here, to establish strong partnerships that we may not necessarily have, to draw in new businesses. And a couple things, I've met with Secretary Ramsey of Workforce Development. He's very interested in apprenticeships. Think about that. That can open up. Yeah, he talks a
1: lot. He's been on and uh, talked about that.
2: Yes, it can open up a whole new world in terms of jobs for people who don't want to go to college or... You know, that's not their path forward. So we've got that conversation going on. There's a a person who works in the mayor's office who has up until now been the local food coordinator, and she will continue that, but she's also going to take the lead on the high-tech ag jobs that I want to bring here. We're going to be partnering with Commissioner Quarles. Of, the, uh, of agriculture, Dr. Mark Lyons of Alltech, uh, Dean Nancy Cox of the College of Ag Food and Garment. Right. Right. And we're going to strengthen this And with MetroNet coming, you know high tech will become a bigger a bigger draw here. And so I'm really excited about that sector and just about the um, the opportunities we have for partnerships and collaborations.
1: As we're talking about growing jobs, mm-hmm. we the baseline that we all need to remind ourselves is the payroll tax is how we fund our government. Yes. I, I'm not sure what the percentage is now, but it's you know, it's, above about,
2: it's between, I think, 75 and 80 I was going to say it's at least
1: 75% right. of the revenues that mm-hmm. we use to operate our city yes. come from payroll taxes. Yes. And if we lose jobs, mm-hmm. uh, if we don't grow jobs, we can't grow government That's and right. give the services that our citizens need. That's
2: right. And those services, Alan, are things that people depend on every day. They're, they're police. They're fire. They're the jail, corrections, they're paving roads, they're parks, they're all, you know, picking up the garbage, they're everything. Everything.
1: And everything.
2: So, a lot of people don't realize that the city doesn't get a lot in property tax. That goes more to schools, the That's libraries, right. Lextran, health department, those kind or, of things. Nor
1: sales taxes or any, right. of, any of those right. other things. Well, let me ask you a, a quick question Where mm-hmm. would you stand? on the local sales tax option if it does resurface in Frankfurt.
2: You're talking about the local option sales tax right. that would be for a specific project. That's right. I think it's a great idea to research that for our communities. I've already talked to two legislators who have some influence on um, things at Frankfurt and explain to them that that the people would be the ones to vote to put into place a local option sales tax. It would go on our ballot and people would say, yes, we want to put the sales tax on for X project. Right. And then when the project is built, the tax goes away. It
1: would sunset.
2: But we need the legislature's permission
1: Yes. to do that. But your administration would support that.
2: Yes, I think we would definitely want to, take a good look at that, and you know, that gets back to this whole idea of the legislature doing some tax reform, which...
1: Well, we all want to see that happen, and I won't even get into that, but you're right that yeah. we're hopeful that the legislature in this session and the next yes. will be able to address yes. some of those tax issues and reform mm-hmm. so that we can become more based in mm-hmm. today's economy.
2: Right. Well, and you because you asked about the local option sales tax, I think it's important for people to understand that is different. Than if a government, say our government, was raising a tax, we have no political appetite right now to raise taxes. That's correct. The people would vote. Oh sure. On whether to put that sales tax in order, and um, that's the beauty of it: is the people would decide.
0: That's similar to uh, what they tried to do with the well, what they did with the uh, school tax, but we didn't get a chance to vote
2: for. It. Well, it's very it's different. That that body, that school board they levied the tax mm-hmm. you know the council here has the has the option to raise taxes every year but they don't right the school board said they were going to raise the tax and they did that it's a little different the people didn't get to vote on no, it no no <laughs> this this local option sales tax the people would vote yes i want it to build let's just pretend a new city hall yeah. right Or, no, I don't want it to build a new city hall.
1: And the the people get to make that decision. Let me me go down uh, one last thing on jobs. Mm -hmm. Uh, A a very complex but important collaboration uh, amongst the University of Kentucky and the city uh, in a land swap that included the state have ultimately, without getting into all the details and the road swaps and all of that kind of stuff, given us an opportunity for some land to create jobs uh, and attract new industries to our community. Can you tell us a little bit about that in a short period of time?
2: Yes, it's a fabulous opportunity. So the city has 50 acres now at Coldstream that's shovel-ready. And we have a board that's been put into place that will determine how to plan for that growth of jobs. And then in about, I think, maybe three or four years, when the dairy farm moves off of Coldstream, the city will have 200 more acres that's 250 total acres for jobs. That's a lot. That's a lot. And it will be of great benefit to our community.
1: Well, we're all looking forward yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I assume uh, the city will continue to work with Commerce Lexington, yes. uh, Jenna Houses, uh, economic development folks, in mm-hmm. attracting new businesses to that yes. 50 acres and beyond.
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, we, it may look like a little different in the partnership because there's an industrial board that is put into place to oversee it all but um,
1: is that the same Lexington industrial board that exists now it's a new one it's brand
2: new it was appointed by uh, Mayor Jim Gray and they will get going soon so it will just have oversight of those 250 acres. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
0: This is local matters, a presentation of LM Communications, brought to you by Citizens Commerce Banks. Which one time for a lifetime, we're with our special guest, Lexington Mayor Linda Gordon. Now, Linda, uh, one of the things that it's almost impossible to do is get out of town <laughs> <laughs> from downtown. Oh, the driving downtown is just the traffic is just horrible. You. You got some plans on that?
2: Did you grow up here? No. Did you grow up in L.A.? No. <laughs> <laughs> or Chicago or New York Miami. or D.C.? Miami. Oh well, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we are—we uh, do have traffic challenges,
0: and we—they're short challenges.
2: So that's they cool. are, and of course, it depends on who you are and where you've lived. Some people think the traffic here is a dream. And they've lived in big cities, Uh but other people who haven't understand that it is sometimes, you know, difficult to move through. But um, so everybody's concerned about it, and we have some new projects going on that are going to retime some lights throughout the community. And re-timing lights, believe it or not, can make a huge difference oh, yes, in definitely. moving traffic. And you know, our traffic engineers, I think, over the years have done a pretty good job of looking at the latest technology. You know, the we now have the flashing yellow left turn. Right. light that we didn't have just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And people love that because it moves the turners. Right. And just small things like that can make a huge difference. So they're always looking at new ways to move traffic. We have traffic circle now and we have another one coming online and we've got our double crossover diamond and, you know, they're just, they just continue to look for new, New ways to move traffic.
1: Our time is short here, Mayor, and and we know you have to go. Uh, but before we we do, I want to ask you uh, about what turned out to be, at least in what we most heard and read, the number one issue in the campaign for mayor was about public safety. Do you want to ha- address that and your plans moving forward? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, uh, public safety is always important. And, you know, one of the things I talked about throughout the campaign was having a safe community, and that includes schools. Right. And the if you take a step back and look at the big picture, we are a very safe community compared with cities our size. Now, if you're the person who's been the target of crime, uh, you may not care so much about that statistic In fact. Uh, our crime is going down. Right. Compared with last year, they've now had a chance to look at our murders were down, our part one crime, that's murder, rape, right. probably, the bad ones. But um, it's a constant challenge. And um, it it we continue to grow. So, you know, we... We've got to always balance this growth, which brings in more people, all kinds of people, with resources for public safety. And I know one of the issues that was asked during the campaign is, will you fund a fourth police sector? Right. Well, I want to talk to Chief Weathers about that and see what his thinking is. He's the chief of police. Right. And what he thinks he needs most I don't know that he would say he needs a fourth sector. You know, most of the people who understand how how public safety works here are working in it. And they understand what works best. And I think the work in the communities, one Lexington, which is all about focusing on a neighborhood and violence in that neighborhood and youth, what we can be doing better for youth so they don't get tied up in violence. Those are all really important. So they, they are. We're we're going to have to have more conversations. Well, and about a, again, that.
1: as we said, mm-hmm. today's your twentieth day <laughs> uh, in office. One hot button issue, and then we'll let you go. Uh, <laughs> that people seem to be very interested in, and it is important. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us your views and where you think we are on the construction or renovation of our city uh, city hall? A new one, mm-hmm. or do we stay where mm-hmm. we are?
2: Well, I know that Vice Mayor Kay has called a committee of the whole for the council. I believe it's February 7th to discuss this. Uh, my feeling, and it was public knowledge and in the paper, uh, I wasn't run. I was running for office. I wasn't in the mayor's seat, but I said the council needs to figure out first if they're supportive of the idea, because everything, you know, Alan, everything we do almost. In the city takes the mayor and the council, and so and that's
1: the genius of our it charter. It is absolutely. It's the
2: genius of it is uh, we need to we've got to work together on all those things. So they're going to look at it from their perspective. Um, I I don't think there's any question we need one. I've been in these buildings for years. Three different mayors have proposed new city council city council hall or. City Hall. And we know that what we're in, in the old Lafayette Hotel, which you and I knew and loved, uh, that was meant to be a temporary place for maybe 10 years yeah. or less
1: I think we got better than 10 years <laughs> yes. out of it. And,
2: <laughs> and so we all understand that there are huge maintenance issues they they never were meant to be government buildings so I think we do need to proceed carefully the other fact of the matter is that you haven't talked about but I will just mention is that takes money mm-hmm. and um, you know we're just getting into the budget cycle and it may be a tough budget
1: Well, you've been saying that in Mm -hmm. it, and uh, and your predecessor has warned us that, you know, we may be going into a period of some flat revenues Mm -hmm. at best Mm -hmm. and rising expenses. So that's going to make everything more difficult,
2: right? It will,
1: and it gets back to jobs again,
2: right? Exactly, jobs, jobs, jobs.
1: Right, you're right. (laughs) Well, this has been great, Skip,
0: and this has been uh, Local Matters, brought to you by Citizens Commerce Bank. Switch one time for a lifetime switch one time for a lifetime join us next time for another local edition of
1: you can do this you're a professional i can edit
0: i know i hope so join us next time for another edition of local matters <laughs>